What it do, y'all? It's your man DJ Playboy back with another edition of the Perfect Talk Podcast. And I do no episode, not one of them, without my dog, my partner, my man. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. Keith. What it do, brother? What is the goddamn deal, man? 2020, coming at you fast. Ooh, halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> halfway there. It's been a rough first half. <laughs> we got to come out with the better defense and, and the, the air game. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We gotta we gotta start throwing some bombs, man, because they was, they 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 came out the first half like Alabama, roll tide, <laughs> very aggressive. <laughs> but how you doing, man? How's life? Life is good. Another another quarantine week. Still, just once again, man, prison. Just working out, reading <laughs> reading the Quran. That's it. That's that's life. Nah, man, that's all you could do, man. Yeah. <laughs> For real, that's all you could do. But uh, it's 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 life's good on this side too, man. I gotta say, I'm, I'm blessed. Um, exercising, like you said, you know what I mean. Um, I had some car issues. It was just crazy because, um, I must have had a premonition that I was gonna have some car issues because I actually had had got another vehicle but held on to my older one, and then lo and behold, it just hit me with the. The oop <laughs> yesterday, but it was you know God willing, I, I was still able to complete my day, so it worked out. But um, how bad is it? It, it uh, it, it's a repair. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, you never want to spend that type of money. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's not worth it's, it's worth fixing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If it was too much, I just get rid of it, or you know, I mean, sell it for parts. But um, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna put it into it. You know what I'm saying? See if I get another year of life out the girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just have it, have it working, but uh, no, nah, it's uh, everything's good though. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's a, a good experience. You know what I'm saying? Because before I would have just been asked out. You know what I mean? Right, right. So it was, I was still able to keep the day functioning and and everything um went smoothly, so it worked out well. Nice man. You got the got the one whip and the other one for off roading. <laughs> cool, cool life, you know what man. I mean? What kind of uh, workouts you been doing? Uh, still with the walks. Okay. Still doing the walks, but now I got the um. I've always had it actually. I got like a like just a bench in the uh in my back room. And you know, you can lay it flat. Like if you want to bench press, you could decline, you can incline. Um, whatever you want to do, you can have it straight up if you want to do like, you know, some shoulder work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um so I've just been, you know, working out back there, you know what I mean, banging it out in, in, in the back room and then doing my little walks, man. I did um my goal was to do twenty miles this month. Mm-hmm. Um, in the month of August, um, I'm like at nineteen point five right now. Um, but I beat my previous month, which was 15 miles okay you know what i'm saying so <laughs> you know what i mean little you know because I, I still i still bang with the run keeper app you put me under that years ago yeah. so but um i like it you know what i mean because it tracks your moves you got a little map showing where you went so i'll just be you know what i mean trooping through the neighborhood that's what's up man keeping it fit out there in the mid 30s <laughs> <laughs> it's hard man but it, it really is it's not like it used to be you know what i'm saying like Sometimes the drive isn't there. Sometimes the time isn't there. But you you know the struggle. And, uh, and that and then just performance. <laughs> just your body don't perform the same. I've been running mm-hmm. for like probably the entire, almost the entire pandemic. And mm-hmm. uh, like my my tolerance ain't building up. Like it's crazy. Like it's building up a little bit where I can run without stopping. But like before, I, and when I say before, I'm not talking about my 20s. I'm talking about like two years ago. I have to start training. I could, you know, just run a mile, maybe three times a week. And I'd be ready for a 5K in like three or four, three or four weeks. But now I got to do some serious shit, jumping rope and punching meat in the butcher shop and shit. <laughs> no, I hear what you say. Because like you said, it's, it's, um, it, it's, and the recovery isn't as, 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 as quick as it was before either so you know what i mean like but i think that's the key to the pandemic stay healthy you know yeah. what i mean try try some new healthy things you wasn't doing before eat differently how's the vegan going this is going good i can't complain i mean i just started finding vegan restaurants and think about vegan restaurants it's that is cool that they serve in plant-based shit and for a different kind of clientele but they be having some serious like comfort foods and some weird shit and the, and the more delicious i'm always afraid of really delicious vegan food because that means they have to process that shit and do that shit in the lab to get that delicious. <laughs> so I had a like some shit that that was a, you know I'm air quotes Philly cheesesteak, mm-hmm. and it tasted pretty close to Philly cheesesteak. And I'm like, damn! Imagine the chemicals they had to put in this shit to get it tasting that way. <laughs> but I paid I paid for it this morning with a stomach ache though. 
Oh, did you? Okay. Because yeah. I've heard that from people that are vegan that they, they make some really good alternatives that some people would never know the difference. You, you wouldn't know the difference, but the thought of it is scary. Like impossible meat, it sounds really cool, but, and it is depending on your purpose for eating it, but it's definitely not a, not a there's only one case in which it's healthier than real beef, and that's cholesterol, in my opinion. And that's it. Otherwise, like they make fake, the, the blood looking thing, and that's fake. The texture's fake. The any vegetable that's in it's unrecognizable. It's crazy. Has has it been? Proved? I mean, maybe it hasn't been around long enough. But are people having issues, like stomach issues, with messing with? Like, like let's say you want to be on a strictly impossible meat diet. You know what I mean, or Beyond Meat or whatever it's called. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, is there issues? Or anybody having stomach issues or stuff like that, or, or catching something? I haven't heard of, heard of any. I, I'll tell you this: mm-hmm. Impossible Meat and Beyond Meat shit is delicious. <laughs> is that? Okay. I, is, <laughs> a delicious alternative to beef uh, and, and you know and then that's exactly what it is it's an alternative to beef so if you're trying to be healthy you wouldn't go out and get impossible meat but I haven't heard any issues and, and that's pretty incredible but you know who who knows in 10 years people start some crazy class action lawsuit on some mm-hmm. old one of them neighborhoods under a power line like one of those lawsuits mm-hmm. yeah have you um? do you have intentions of going beyond the month of uh, veganism, like to just maybe stretch it. Well, I'm coming up on a month now. So how many more days you got left in a month? Like a couple more days. And I'm. I was thinking. I was talking to wifey. I was like, man, I'm, I'm considering maybe having a cheat day on the last day of every month, and then just continue mm-hmm. with this thing. But I'm like, do I want to even? If I want to continue, do I even want to have that one day? Do I just eat? Because it because it might throw everything off. It might throw everything off, and I might just go nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking burgers, ice cream, uh, just everything. Just drinking gallons of milk to the head, looking like Pookie. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's funny. yo, for real, man. You put put that that mil- the milk and eggs on a on a coffee table, and I'm just there, just rocking back and forth with the crying. <laughs> just be, keep calling me, man. <laughs> oh man, no, it's uh. It, it, it's good to have a laugh, man, because cause this week's been a, a weird one, to say the least, man. And 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 the thing about this week is that the visuals were so were so like in your face, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just right there. It was, it was it was bland right there for you to see, man. And um, I guess you know what I mean. Just get right to it, bro. Like uh, Jacob Blake, Kenosha, Wisconsin, man. You seen the video if you haven't by now, man. A gentleman stopped. <laughs> Um, allegedly to to stop a fight, right? If I, from what I'm hearing, um, between maybe two people he knew, but it was like two females, and uh, police came out. Words were exchanged. Um, from where you start seeing the video, from where I started seeing the video, unless you've seen other ones, keep correct me if I'm wrong. You know, you see you see the uh, Jacob walking away from the cops, and um, cops pointing his gun at him, right? Um. Jacob walks to his car with his children in the car, walks in the car. Police officer grabs his tank top and lets off several shots. Now, the correct me if I'm wrong, that police officer shot him seven times. That's how or, old it is. or did he got he, he got did, shot several times in the back. Now, I don't know okay. if it's the one officer, but I haven't heard of any second officer. That's that's what I'm saying. I haven't heard. Yeah, so I, I'm under the impression from from what I've seen and 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 like the way the video looks that that one cop let off seven shots, right? Right. At at least or at least seven shots hit him. You know what I'm saying? So who knows if he let off more? Um, in the car where his his children are uh, sitting in, um, and, and it, it it's it's difficult to watch, man. You know what I'm saying? And I guess when I was younger, I'd, be, I'd have a tolerance to watch these things multiple times. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but I like after the first time or, you know what I mean? First one or two times, it's just like, you can't even watch it no more. And, um, it was a disturbing thing to see. Uh, crazy, especially given, I, I guess since, since the, uh, George Floyd video came out, the amount of videos that have coming out to see, to that, that display how, uh, Caucasian suspects are treated differently than African American suspects. Right. And, and, in, in the wake of that, you know what I'm saying? To just be seen as a dude, not even aggressively coming at the cops, but walking away from him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um Jacob is now left paralyzed. Um from what his father said, he's handcuffed to a hospital bed. Yeah, I, which, I just got word that um they've they've taken him handcuffs off. Okay. 
But was he? He was never charged with anything, right? I don't think so. so why I was, think that the, why was he handcuffed in the first place? Right. But um, and I'm gonna let you speak on it, Keith. But it, it's it's what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? It's it, it's just it just it's painful to watch. You know what I mean? And it's just you're fatigued. You know, you know how they say the country's getting uh um pandemic fatigue or mm-hmm. or corona fatigue or whatever the case is. It's like we we have been getting police brutality fatigue. Um, to the point that you know what I mean. It's like another one, again. You know what I'm saying? And and I'll let you speak on just your feelings on, on how this the visual and just the aftermath of of, of like just the shooting alone because there's so much stuff that followed, right? Just a domino effect. But if you were to break it down to just seeing that video, um, how did it make you feel? Yeah, the shooting alone. It's almost like in this country, rights don't even matter. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. You already have the black lives don't matter. It doesn't seem to matter to these people. And rights of black people don't seem to matter. You know what I'm saying? And you and just aside from this this shooting, like you see it like when white people protest the Tea Party, they they compare it to like the the revolutionary uh like how the, the country got its independence from Britain. Like they compare it to, to times like that, but when black people or people start marching for black rights like it's a different thing like it's not something that's tied to patriotism so uh, so there's that so now in this particular situation just the right of someone to just do their own thing without the state right if we're talking in like these constitutional type terms like without the state harassing them you know he didn't Mm -hmm. do nothing so now they're trying to drop stuff like oh this guy had a warrant and the guy uh had a knife in the car trying to distract people but the fact is mm-hmm. that the dude was going walking away and they shot him se- uh, several times in the back that that's insane that's like while holding on to his tank top like right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like you had so many options there that like you you really literally if if correct me if I'm wrong right if you have someone by that like position i guess you know what i'm saying if you if you were to call it like a grapple like in a, a mma move if you have them by their tank top right you literally could whip them in any direction you want to right their body's gonna follow you know what i'm saying and their back is just, just, like they're essentially like in a like if there's a, a submissive posture like where you say all right i submit mm-hmm. to it there's that and then probably one or two levels as far as like submission above that is like your back is to the people it's like all right look i am no threat to you at all Mm-hmm. You know what it reminds me of? Like, it reminds me of, uh, at least when I was younger, and I don't know if it's true, but I found it to be true because I used to own a dog. But, like, if there's, like, a, a an aggressive dog, and nowadays mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of aggressive dogs, by the way, but, you know, back then there's always, like, stray dogs. But, mm-hmm. like, you kind of stand with your back to it or to, like, with your side to it so you don't look threatening. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, what? You know what I compare it to? Yeah. You know what I compare Oh, my fault, my fault. Not to cut you off. Um... But it's like, remember, remember. I don't know if you ever even seen this movie. Remember, uh, Cameron had a movie. Um, I think it was Killer Season or something like that. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene in there where like some dudes like trying to disrespect him. He's like, "Part of my back," like to be disrespectful, right? Obviously, right? Right. <laughs> but it's like you're no threat to me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm, exactly. I'm moving on my way. Which is, I think, how the cop took it. Maybe, right? Maybe the cop was offended in the moment. Like, word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, who like you? Can, who knows what was on your mind? I don't see why you would feel that. You know what I'm saying? Other than it being disrespect, why would you feel the need to act so aggressively? You know what I mean? Right. Like that's but 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 that my fault. Not to cut, cut off your thought. Go ahead. Nah, I mean that's it, man. Like barred my back. Like you're not a threat to me, and and more, more importantly in this case, I'm not a threat to you. Mm-hmm. And you know, his dad. His dad said that. Um, you know, he's speaking to him in the hospital, and and Jacob said, "Yo." Why they shoot me so many times? And yo, as, as obvious as that question is, it's probably the hardest to answer. Except mm-hmm. to that cop, like, why in the world did I get shot so many times? It's crazy, man. It, it, it yeah. really makes you. There are times when you see stuff like that on TV, or you hear about it from your friends, or you just hear about it happening in your neighborhood or across the country, or however you hear about it happening, or witness it, or even experience it for some black people. Um, mm-hmm. You can't help. But have a, a second, even if it's just one moment in your entire life. And for some, for many, it's more than one moment where you're just like, yo, I don't matter as much as people, other people who don't look like me. And, you know, this summer, 
I've, I've had at least one of those moments. Just a, just a moment where like, damn, do I really matter that much? Like, if I walk out, do I matter enough? Will I be seen as, um, as, as being as human enough to be respected and to be cherished and to be uh, valued, regardless of what kind of criminal suspicion I'm, I'm under? And I shouldn't be under any unless I'm actually doing something criminal. But you know. Yeah, so that that that's my thoughts on it. It's 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 a it's a rough thing to see again. Thank God mm-hmm. he didn't pass away, but you know his that, life has changed. You know, paralyzed yeah. kids traumatically have to view that. Um, it's 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 you don't. There's no words for you. Like as a podcaster, you're speechless. You know what I mean? Like, what could you? There's no explanation for it. And then the fact that there's there's people in the country. To try to defend it, you know what I mean? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, there was no other option for how you would, because you don't do that to suspects that aren't black and brown, you know what I mean? Right, right. And, like, so it's just, like, and he wasn't even a suspect. <laughs> like, it was just the, the crazy part about it. Like, but it, it's, it's I guess in this country, you know what I'm saying, it's something that we know that we have to talk to our children, our nieces, our nephews, our cousins, uh, you know what I'm saying, our, our, yeah, even our elders, about how you have to handle situations with the cops. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? If you want to come out on the other side of it, you know what I mean? Because it doesn't always end like that, right? It, right? Like, it doesn't. I've seen, we've seen people act a little crazy with cops. It doesn't always end like that, but you can't carry yourself under that premonition that it's not going to end like, you know what I mean? Right, right. You got to, got to, got to roll with it. But, um, just keep things moving. You know, things, things, protests broke out, out there in Kenosha, Wisconsin. It got crazy because people were tired of seeing stuff like that. They were tired of the, the, that it even happened. Um, and, 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 you, you know what I mean? It was met with a police force, you know what I mean? And, and things were, um, peaceful protesters were met with people, you know, who weren't as peaceful. Right. Um, and, uh, this this caused a a, a quote unquote militia to come into town, right? Right. In, the, in Wisconsin, um, and, and it led to the night when a uh, seventeen year old Kyle Rittenhouse shot and killed uh, two individuals and also wounded another. Um, he's faced Kyle Rittenhouse, who's like I said, seventeen years old, is facing charges that he allegedly killed Anthony M. Huber and Joseph uh, Rosenbaum. Um. And then wounded another, right? If I'm not mistaken, yeah, killing two people, wounded a third. Um, <laughs> uh, from videos that I see, and I don't know why, right? But I've seen a, a couple videos and pictures. This guy Kyle Rittenhouse was 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 out there that night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like he, he was. A bunch he of, wasn't he's on a bunch of um photo and video footage. Mm-hmm. They they catch and he has video stuff. He even got got him talking. Yeah, yeah, talking, and then the, I seen him talking to the cops. Um, talking to journal like people walking by with cameras, like journalists or whatever, saying his name. You like, you know what I'm saying? Like he was definitely out there that night. Um, but doesn't live there, right? Came from uh, he's an Illinois resident, if I'm not mistaken. Traveled there to come in as a militia to defend this. And in videos I seen, the police were very open about accepting this militia. People holding automatic weapons during a a protest, quote unquote, you know, riot situation, right? Right. Uh, they were they were had no problem with these individuals, these white individuals holding automatic weapons and quote unquote, we're defending this post. We're, we're defending this building and and what ended that night was was two people dead and somebody wounded, um, due to this young man. And I, what do you say to that, right? <laughs> like as if the cops already didn't didn't take a shitty situation, right? <laughs> How do you just take shit and make it even worse? Yeah. Throwing waters to these people who end up killing two people and wounding another man, like it's and that and at seventeen years old, like what the hell? What is, you know what I'm saying, That's bro? Deep like in the brain, I, boy. <laughs> but can, and now, from what I'm understanding, you're not even allowed to right. I have an automatic weapon at that age. Like that's against the law, right? I think he's good. That's one of his charges, right? Uh, I'm um, not sure, but he, he, you know, he went across state lines and everything. And in Illinois, I, I can only imagine that. Yeah, seventeen. I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's but that's just beyond beyond everything else he's being charged for, man. Like you said, traveling out there, uh, it, it, it's 
And from what like what they say, he's he wanted to be a cop, right? He was a young man that um, wanted to be in like a deputy police program. Um, was very into guns. Huge Trump supporter. You know what I mean? Um, even I went as far to go to rallies and things like that. But it, it's like the first situations. You, you're speechless, right? Yeah. It's like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like and 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 also like the first situation, something we're numb to. Right, we're numb to mass shooters, right? We're numb to active shooters now. It's not like it doesn't hit us like Columbine hit us, you know what I mean? Right. And and then uh I guess to have this you know what I mean, like the 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 <laughs> I guess to have the in the backdrop of all this the Republican National Convention going on, you know what I mean? Right. Where where it, you know what I mean, it almost it almost came went perfectly for what they're trying to sell with their fair um Initiative, kind of right, and in an important like the state, Democrats, uh, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 narrative that Democrats are trying to take the suburbs away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to have the um the the the, the couple that we we spoke about on the show previously, the McClowskis, um the ones who were were holding their guns um at at protesters, pointing their guns at protesters in a housing development, like having them as speakers <laughs> at the Republican National Convention, like that's going that far, you know what I mean? It, it caused a, a domino effect, right? I don't know. Did you see the, um, that I don't know why, um, it was after the, the Clippers game that night, Doc Rivers, obviously he didn't want to speak dirt before the game, but he spoke after the game and he just spoke of how, you know what I mean? They're, they're just trying to sell fair while, while we're the ones that should be scared, uh, scared. Um, famously saying uh i don't know why we love this country so much when this country doesn't love us back right you know what i mean like that's that's that and it came out as real emotion you know what i mean like i've seen doc rivers talk before i've seen him talk on these issues before but i've never seen him get that emotional about it and um it it it, it caused a domino effect in, in the sports world you know what i mean at first um i was hearing rumors that i think it toronto the toronto raptors um and the Boston Celtics were thinking about doing the boycott at first, right? But just talking about it, kind of not really necessarily putting a plan into action. Um, and they kind of got like, uh, I guess Milwaukee kind of stole they stole they thunder because the Bucks are like, nah, man, we we done with this, which makes more sense, right? right? That's your home state. That's where uh, this one. Like Toronto's not even in America. No disrespect to Toronto. We love y'all, but it, it would seem like it's like when you know what I mean. Like people overseas are protesting for for George Floyd, and then you got people here who get upset that you would be protesting for George Floyd. You know what I mean? Right. It's like it's like nah. We needed that energy at home, and um, Milwaukee doing it was an even bigger statement. But the fact that they did it was huge, right? I haven't seen anything like that in my lifetime. Yeah, and and, and it's not for, it's not a one of the organizations that you have thus far associated with that kind of social awareness. You you associate LeBron with it, um maybe Chris Paul, uh but you know, the the Giannis is an immigrant. So you didn't I guess I, let me not say you, let me say me. I neglected to realize how connected Giannis would be to this. You know, like he didn't grow up even though he didn't grow up in the you know seeing the policing of, of young black people but he came to this country mm-hmm. and saw it and who knows what he saw in the media when he was o- over in greece so yeah. who knows what what the racial situation is over there right that too Either, that mean? too yeah. yeah so um and and i think his parents were immigrants to greece or either his parents or grandparents exactly. so yeah exactly um so for him, I think it's really cool for him to to come over here and really connect himself to that community, especially them being playing out of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Aaron Rodgers, actually, who I believe is a minority owner of the Bucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's a good look for him in terms of he's always been on the right side of it. You know what I mean? I mean, and who knows if it's fake or it's real? But I guess you know what I mean. It's like uh, you are. It's good. It's better to. to to show what you know because i seen tom brady make a statement and you know how like people just kind of like he he probably wasn't even prepared to talk about it but he's like you know what i mean people do what they feel are right in these situations i like it was kind of so blanket like you're like what are you talking about tom you know right, what i mean right. but he doesn't want to step in it and um i commend you know any sports people like you said Giannis, uh the milwaukee bucks you know that and then what, what followed next was the entire nba right yeah okay followed suit everyone that was playing in the um playoffs um decided to sit out and um I commend that, bro. Like that's showing your power. That 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 might have 
fucked up some advertising money or at least made people have to work to move things around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, um, TNT was showing like like movies that night. You know what I'm saying? Like instead of like the the basketball game. Like so, it, it's just like. I respect them for showing their power of like we can control the narrative. You know what I'm saying? We can show our, what our power is in terms of like not just having this sign on our court, but now nah, we feel some type of way about this. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I, I think um, something like sports, where you know just all types of people consume it, and they just it's a time to shut your brain off or whatever, right? Like that's the quintessential experience of sports. You just watch or watch the competition, get your juices flowing or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I think that through all these years, right, or say even centuries of people consuming sports, you forget that the athletes have, they're, they're people and they have feelings when people who look just like them or people in their family get get attacked or get, or something ha- pretty much happens to them. So whether it's a bunch of black people dying because of covid or um the women being underpaid whatever that is like that you know people forget about that so for them to use that their platform right think about how many eyeballs is on any given sport even the sports that are lower rated still have mm-hmm. a lot of eyeballs in them hockey or or, or um some of the women uh, women's professional leagues like they get advertising dollars mixed and, and a lot of advertising dollars so with that, for them to use a platform like that and make it almost unavoidable for people to say, all right, I got to at least acknowledge something's going on. I think that's that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Definitely is, man. Um, and then the NBA, you know, what I mean, came to an agreement um, to start, uh, play back again um, with the owners and the players um, moving forward. They said that they they're looking to turn arenas nationwide into polling places because you know how the the voting situation is a little shaky this year with COVID nineteen. Uh, the mailing system, you know, I want to do the mailing ballots. I got to figure out how to get the ball rolling on that, right? Yeah, I guess you got to figure. It. Uh, different websites got like stuff helping you out, like how to register and all that stuff. I would, I mean, if you don't know already, I'll just Google how to. Register or whatever like NBC got something like how do I you know NBC.com slash how do I vote some shit like that okay different other organizations got it actually since we're on a that- podcast I actually should know that it would be good a good public service from us to, <laughs> to know that shit but no yeah, like you said though Google it like 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 because there's there I heard of a few places saying that they're trying to help people you know what I mean with a link and and certain websites that could uh set you on your way to setting up mail and voting because it's important bro I don't necessarily want to be out there on no lines I know that right I'm not trying to be out there so uh this COVID nineteen is still out here you know what I mean still a thing um some kids are going back to school some kids are not you know what I mean I'm choosing to do the virtual learning you know what I mean um. Until this whole thing is all figured out, you know what I mean. Um, but how do you feel about about f- college football players playing football? So some colleges are just like we're done, right? Mm-hmm. Some of them are like, nah, we're not taking this risk. And then you got like the SEC, uh, <laughs> still, still like definitely we're playing. You know what I mean? Um, a couple other leagues too. Yeah, I think the Big Ten is one of the only ones that stepped out. The Pac twelve, um, st- they, they said, nah, we're gonna sit this out or at least hold it off till spring, right? Like postpone it if possible, um, but how do you feel about the whole situation of kids not being p- paid right on campus when maybe the entire rest of the student body is not on campus playing football during the pandemic? How do I feel about all them kids playing football during this pandemic? Well, and and even on top of that, right? <laughs> not even before you even say that. Though on top of that, I saw something on ESPN last night, and I think it was live. It was Alabama high school football. So like they they like yo we go we playing football. That's what we do here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yo the the high school kids is still out there playing football. Like how do you even feel about this culture in general of amateur athletes at that age? You know from high school to college age playing during the pandemic. So well first NBCnews.com slash backslash plan your vote. P-L-A-N-Y-O-U-R-V-O-T-E. So how I feel about them college kids playing football. Um, but football, there's, there's an interesting culture to football, right? More than any other sport, I feel, just looking at it and just, you know, 
even in high school, dabbling into football and college, looking at, you know, being a spectator and all that stuff. One, there's a culture of just walk it off, right? You get a, just a really bad injury. If as long as like it didn't knock your leg off, off of your body or mm-hmm. break something, then go back out there and then tough it out. And sometimes you do break something and still play. Mm-hmm. So I think there's that. So it's like oh, a little bit of COVID. I will walk that off. All right, and then uh, which coaches have said, <laughs> yeah, it's stuff to that effect. You know what I mean? It's, it's insane, but go ahead. And then um, there's also that, you know, when they when they tell um, LeBron shut up and dribble, I feel as if football really there's, a, there's almost this feeling of just shut up and and, and play. <laughs> just shut up, just do, just play ball. It's never been said explicitly, but I, I get that feeling like. People who are serious about football or, or, you know, owners or athletic directors, coaches, um, fans. I, I just get that feeling. It's just like, listen, you play ball. Go play ball. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear your feelings. Now. All that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So um, there's that. I, I guess that culture is so strong that it couldn't overcome just the anxiety and just the, just the, the necessity to change your life it, it, it that culture overcame that impulse to just be careful and i say that so what i think about it i mean health wise they should do something but i guess listen football gotta go on <laughs> i suppose football holds up the the culture or holds up the fabric of more communities than probably any other sport in this country like there's no there's no community that's held up. Probably a few in Indiana or something that's held up by basketball, but football in Alabama, Texas, wherever else, Florida, people go nuts for that stuff. And like, that's what they live for. Like in, in their towns, like football is what they live for. It, to, to your point, Clemson, right? Is going, they're going to let fans at their games, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to let 19,000 fans at their games. Crazy. They said that's going to result in $40 million lost this season that they could have made. Wow. <laughs> it's, uh, you know what I'm saying Like the fact that 19,000 people Would want to be in the same place Is beyond I don't even get it mm-hmm. <laughs> But maybe there's a way To social distance That you know what I'm saying I'm just not thinking about Or seeing Um, I gotta see how that looks But the fact that 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 They could make that much money Over just fans alone You know what I'm saying I, I, I see what's driving this You know what I mean Beyond just the love of football, which in that in those places the the love of football is strong, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know we talked a lot about uh, some of them states opening up early, and then at mm-hmm. the time they did it, even though I knew it was dangerous, I was like, but maybe they know something. I have a little little bit of that right now for the football stuff. I'm like, man, what, the football, yeah, what do yeah, they know? exactly like that. <laughs> Nobody's talking about stopping and you know the college. Some like I said, some college. Um, Divisions are, but um, for the most part, the NFL is like, nah, we doing this. Yeah, <laughs> like we about, we about to make this happen. We gonna figure this out. Um, but like, all right, so you take a kid, right? There's Ohio State's in the Big Ten, and the Big Ten said we're gonna, you know, like delay our season. We might do this in the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, the quarterback Justin Fields started a petition, like, yo, how are y'all just deciding we gonna just not do this? You know what I mean? Some of us want to play, and I don't. That that's a tough one, right? Like, are you taking this kid's rights away? Are you taking something away? What when he has to look at like people over in Alabama, people over in Clemson playing? You know what I'm saying? Are you are you taking opportunities away for this kid, or are you doing him just a bigger favor in the long run? You know what I mean? Right. Well, that's, 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 that's no one can prove. That's it. an interesting point because uh, I, one of one of my news podcasts. I told you I tried to stop watching television news, the 24 hour cable stuff, and I did more reading. You subscribe to New York Times and listen to like. One podcast a day, just that reviews the the previous day's news. So uh, I think I listened to Start here by ABC News, and somebody was on there. I think a college athlete saying, "Yo, man, some some of these kids, like aside from the college dorms and football practice, they don't got in class. Of course, they don't got a lot going on at home. They might come from, you know, a, a poor community or a tough home life, and like when they come." To school, which is funded by their football, their college football career, like that's safety for them. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, that, I mean, I don't know what the numbers are on on kids who come from you know, poor poorer families, but it's an interesting point, man. It's real people. So when you see people trying to open up, 
I, I understand that some of these things that they're trying to open up means a lot to them. You know, for instance, school's a good one. Mm-hmm. For some people, the gym. So I get mm-hmm. that attempt to to try to open up. I mean, look at New York, how bad they got hit in New York City, and they're trying to open shit up. And even mm-hmm. hearing about and seeing if they could do movie theaters and everything. So I guess who am I to say that football can't open up? I, I just hope that they... They they must be doing alter, altering the way things are going in there, whether it's how they do concessions or um, security is more spaced out, or they open it earlier so they can secure more people in a like search them and stuff in a more spaced out way, socially distant way. Even a game though itself on the field, right? Like how are you keeping them safe, right? Mm-hmm. These, these dudes just traveled from another state and they came to yesterday, you know what I'm saying? And now we're on the field for for, for forty minutes. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be a rough one, man. But um, moving on, man, real quick, right? I just it's funny, right? Like I, I as I get older, and I guess you know I'm a father. Um, I have a young daughter. I'm, I'm what's known as a girl dad. You know, you your eyes open up to certain things, right? And um, I guess I'm gonna get on my soapbox for a second, real quick, Keith. Um, you know the the girl from AT, the AT and T commercials. Her name is Lily on the commercials. Mm-hmm. Um. She has, uh, she's on Instagram, right? And she was talking. And it was funny because I had just noticed the, uh, I've, 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 I'm, she's like, I think they just brought her back as a spokesperson. But she um, was, was their spokesperson years ago. I think her name is Melania Vantrub. And she uh, was on Instagram. She had an Instagram live. And it was random that I just, I clicked on it and I was, I was watching her talk. Um, and it was like, she was, she was really breaking it down, right? About how, she has a lot of followers now that she's back as a spokesperson, blah, blah, blah. And that is cool. Like, like, like this, I, I say blah, blah, blah. Cause this, that's how, that was the term she used. Like it's, it's cool and all blah, blah, blah. But I get so much like this of this, I guess what I, what I would call disrespect of guys saying like milk milkers milk. And it's like, and it's weird, right? It was such a coincidence. Cause I remember like I've been watching this girl, for years she's been the spokesperson i never really realized she has she does have big breasts right mm-hmm. and then i like until that week i, I seen the commercial and was like oh, all right um lily, you know, uh, lily i think lily is her name um is looking all right so she's talking and dudes in the comments while she's talking about being disrespected and people saying milk uh, milk milkers that's all the comments are mm-hmm. dudes just saying wild stuff right and it's like I'm sitting there and I'm just like watching it and then I'm watching and she's like really hurt by it you know what I'm right. saying it's like cause girls don't what I think we as males don't realize are attractive women don't always solicit that type of attention you know what I mean right. like just cause she's hard for you to take your eyes off of doesn't mean she wants to be what your eyes are on she wants to be stared at right mm-hmm. and it um it just opened my eyes to how ignorant guys could be you know what I'm saying and and I guess the internet in general where you can hide behind the screen allows you to be even more ignorant um but it's like and I don't even think these guys some of these guys mean harm by it some of these guys might think they're complimenting her you know what I'm saying right like and I think that's where we don't have these discussions and we don't have these conversations so I think some of the dudes don't even realize that that is super disrespectful to her even though she's in the middle of saying it's disrespectful to her you know what I mean like they, they just don't quite get it they think that they would like that attention if they were, uh, were online from the opposite sex so why wouldn't she like it you know what I mean and it just I don't know it just puts me in like a place where I'm like yo we gotta do better man as as males you know what I mean mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's nothing new it's nothing that's like uh groundbreaking it's nothing mind-blowing but it's just like something i guess as i'm getting older i'm seeing that you know what i mean we gotta we gotta do better than that man and, and you you've never been like that on a, on a, an, uh, a internet i should say on social media i've never seen you really take social media and hide behind the screen and they you know what i mean say ignorant things but like it, 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 it's I think for some dudes right like if your social media is is if it's a one woman right if you're, you're scrolling down and it's one woman that's like yo I'm being disrespected but then the next thing you scroll down and see is a woman twerking or a woman in showing off her underwear it sends like this mixed message sometimes right mm-hmm. and I think for some dudes it's hard to process that like they all don't want that attention yeah yeah you know it's funny I was uh not funny but uh, as it so happens I was watching um Carrie Champion and Jamel Hill got a new show on Vice. Okay. And um, they were talking about 
Stick to Sports, right? Stick to Sports. Cool. That's the name of it. And they yeah. were talking about uh, Megan Thee Stallion. And then just the broader theme of men need to start sticking up for women, particularly mm-hmm. black men for, for black women. And um, and then hearing what you what you said, I, I wonder how do you bring more attention to that? Like how... Because I think people know that that is right, but they don't know that mm-hmm. that's what they should be doing. Or they don't feel the need to step out and go ahead and do that. You know what I'm saying? Or step up to, to go do that. As with a lot of things in life. So take the Black Lives Matter stuff. There's been centuries. Mm-hmm. White people know that they... Oh, it's, essentially, it's our country. And if anyone's going to stick up for them, it has to be us. Like That's... Mm-hmm. that's one of the very, very few ways that black people are going to see true liberation. So now bringing it back to the theme of women, how do you make people realize without having to have a tragedy happen? Yeah, it's hard. And, and the Megan Thee Stallion situation is even more of a head scratcher because it's like somebody got shot. Like, how is this like situation? Like, I don't get how everyone just broke out into jokes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I, that that's the weird part of it. Maybe because I, I don't know, like getting shot in your foot doesn't seem like it's a I guess that's a desirable place to get. I don't even know. Like, I'm trying to think about how does it just break out the jokes? Like, you, someone got shot. Like, in any other situation, you'd be like, damn, word. <laughs> or be like, you know what I mean? She survived. Like, it's like, it's, it just, everyone just broke out in the jokes. It was weird. And and I don't know if that's related to black women, but, it, but it's like a thing where people do accept, I think, disrespect to black women a little too much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um... But women in general, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I think you know, someone does have to step up and someone has to be like the adult in the room, so to speak. You know what I mean? That I think we have to raise young men that aren't afraid to, to talk out against the crowd. You know what I mean? Right. Disrespecting young women because that that it's it, but it's, it's difficult when you have a president that disrespects young like like women in general. Right. That, you know, what I'm saying he uses terms like she's a nasty woman to when, when a woman doesn't do something that that's to his liking. That she's a nasty like that's that's the term you use or um what he said about just grab her grab him in the in the in the, in the genitals like it's, it's it's like he's not respectful to women and and that trickles down right definitely I mean it's the lead of the free world so like if you just if you didn't follow politics then you just say all right let me start messing with politics and you see the president you're like I I want to do what the president does you know that and if you're a young person to act like this president. It's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're an old person, right, <laughs> to act like this president, but it, it's, but I think everyone goes that to that, uh, and 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 I hated that, like the term that came out of that whole situation was locker room talk. But it, it's when the lock when locker room talk does go on, how many people are, or how many males are brave enough to speak up in that moment? You know, to be like, yo, that's not cool, or. I don't know many, and I'm not I'm not ridiculing anyone for not speaking up. You know, what I'm saying I've sat through situations where I was like, "Yeah, we all could get fired right now, y'all." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, it, it's but it's just is what it is, right? We just have to do better, and the first step I think is to to recognize it. Definitely. Um, tragic news also, in in in, I guess just black culture in general. Lost a young black actor, man, Chadwick Boseman, man, like. Passed away, um, colon cancer, right? Mm-hmm. Stage four. Um, that's did did not speak about it. Dies at the age of forty three, um, and it, it 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 came out of nowhere. I seen the headline, and it came through on my watch, right? And it was like, you know, it was like the 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 the, the first time I've got a, a headline about someone famous that I actually really cared about coming through on the watch, and it's almost like I reacted to it, like I spoke to the watch, like what? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was, it was crazy. But um, a a, a great actor. You know what I'm saying? I and I'll admit, there's more of his work that I definitely need to check out because I've heard great things. And I guess I, I took for granted that he'd be here for a while, just laying down more work, right? I think that's that. That's a good way to put it. Just taking for granted because he was so young, and his career, mm-hmm. at least his his career as a as a leading man. Pretty short. It might be like seven seven years at this point as a leading man. So um, you take it for granted because you expect like him to keep putting out bangers. Mm-hmm. But this dude early, you know, as far as being introduced to him, his introduction to the world is crazy. Jackie Robinson, James Brown, Thurgood Marshall, um, you know, T'Challa. 
That's that's um, I think his his resume, and but also what his art meant to black people, mm-hmm. it's insane. Exactly. And, you know, definitely took it for granted. And I, I won't lie, not till he died that I was like, wow, like his roles and his movies extra impactful with impactful parts. You know, coming out of HBCU, I wonder. Oh, I would imagine that he did a lot of that with some intention. What school do you go to? Howard. Howard, okay. Yeah. Um, no, definitely, you know what I mean, love, love, going too soon. Um, rest in peace, you know what I mean? Uh, condolences to his family. Um, just go check out his work. You know what I mean? I, 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 one of the things I thought when Kobe passed was um, Kobe left behind a, a book. How many... Sp- Talks on YouTube, interviews on YouTube are there of Kobe. He left behind a lot of stuff for us to learn from, you know what I mean? And as tragic as that, we, we won't learn any new information from him. He left a lot of old information for us to learn from. Um, I'll say the same thing about Chadwick Boseman. His work is out there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Go check it out and, um, you know what I mean, honor his his memory in that way. Um, before we go, too, man, Nas dropped an album, bro. I don't know if you had a chance. We, you know, check it out. We, I, I've kind of been a lifetime Nas fan, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, though to see that he he's dropped uh, King's King's Disease is the name of the album, mm-hmm. and he even says it? it on there. He he said uh, he said uh, twenty seven summers, you know that wasn't the plan. But like you think about it, like damn, it's, <laughs> it's been a minute. It's um, you ask me what I think about it. Yeah. You know what you say? It, it's cool. It's it's cool. It's Hit Boy does uh most of the production, if not all of the production. I gotta uh, double check that, but it, it's it's. Cool, right? And I think I looked at the track list and I seen a good amount of tracks. Um, I seen, uh, I seen features by Fabio Foreign, uh, the Firm, uh, Lil Durk, and Anderson Pack, Big Sean. So I kind of was like, okay, that's an interesting mix of people for for Nas to be collaborating with. Um, but when the album, I guess I listened to it. You know, like my my phone was probably in my pocket. I was just rocking out to it at work. And it just ended, right? And I'm like, hold on, what the hell? <laughs> and it's like, I go to the the Apple Music joint. It was like 13 tracks, 38 minutes. And I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> if I, I don't want one of them short albums from like people like Nas, you know what I mean? Right. Like, like give me three, give me three verses and three hooks. You know what I'm saying, Nas? Don't don't hit me with the young boy, <laughs> the young boy style of music. Whole album done in 38 minutes. That that part I think was a little disappointing, but for what he did put in that 38 minutes, I think it was, it was entertaining. Um, I, not his best work, definitely far from the worst, and just re- refreshing to uh hear from Nas. You you heard, you heard any tracks from it? Hey, yeah, I heard a few, but I haven't sat down with it and listened to it. Yeah. So that's why I asked you. I was trying to get my your live review to see should I block out 38 minutes. To you might, to but the fact out. that it's thirty eight minutes, I was say you fact that it's thirty eight minutes, you might like it because, so, like you said, some people like uh, well, not that you said it, but like we spoken off air that some people sometimes people like things in small doses, right? Right. That's why Quibi is a thing. You know what I mean? Like it, it, you could bang out a workout in thirty eight minutes. You know what I'm saying? And and you know uh, get two things done at once, kill two birds with one stone. But um, so that maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's how you have to give people stuff nowadays. Yeah, definitely. I mean, by the way, Kibby, I heard it's not doing that well, but definitely you bang stuff out quick and get in there, get out. Oh, Quibi, you said it's not doing well? That's what, that's what I read somewhere. They, they're not doing as well as they thought. Well, they, they have mad big name actors. <laughs> like, I'm like, how they hire all these big name actors? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know how much Quibi costs, but I ain't, I ain't trying to find out. <laughs> <Word up>. <laughs> <laughs> Not Wait, interested in watching a three minute movie. <laughs> 15 a month to pay Kevin Hart. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Nah, um, but, but I do think, I, I think sometimes the getting things in smaller doses are, is, uh, could work for some artists and, um, I think with Nas' situation, maybe he's setting up a deluxe album. Who knows? Now he can just drop another, you know what I mean, five more tracks. And, and that's, that seems to be the theme of what people are doing nowadays. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, that's another episode in the book, though, Keith, man. Like I said, it's been a tragic week. Uh, we tired of just, just seeing the stuff that's going on. But, you know what I mean, sometimes we, we like to escape with social media. So where can people find you at on social media, brother? Instagram, me and my underscore 35. Nice, nice. You can find your boy DJ Playboy on Instagram at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Um, make sure you check out the Perfect Talk podcast on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Um, big things are going, man. We are available on uh, Apple Pod, sorry, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio. I, I, 
I was just searching us and I seen this on iHeartRadio. I was like, right, let me find out. I put us on iHeartRadio. Like, you know what I'm saying? So check us out on there, man. It's uh it's SoundCloud, you know what I mean? You can check us out and also Keith, we got a podcast. We got a podcast. We also got a website, brother. Check out www.perfecttalkpodcast.com for everything going on with the Perfect Talk Podcast. Every episode right up on there. Um also my radio show, The Night Shift, and Money Talks Radio that I do with my man DJ Show, man. Uh leave a review, leave a rating. If you like the show, you know what I mean, show some love. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um Keith, what you watching nowadays, bro? Well, I'm about to watch some Chadwick Boseman, man. Whether it's 42, Marshall, uh, Black Panther, Get On Up. Honor that brother you seen, and you watch seen, some important black work. You seen all uh all these uh movies though already before, right? Yeah, that's all. So you just like we watching them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta check it out. I wanna see 42, definitely. Um <laughs> And just you know, go back and check his. James Brown, I think, was the first time I might have been introduced to him. Was that an HBO movie? Uh, no, but it nah. was. It not that it was under the radar, but it was slightly under uh-huh. the radar. It came. Like I heard it was a big thing because it was probably right when music biopics were dying. Mm-hmm. So like, I saw the commercial, but oh, I got to see that. But then I never really gave it much thought. So you, the first gotcha. time you might have heard about it, might have been HBO. I wouldn't surprise if that would, be surprised if that was the case. No, that makes that that totally makes but sense. But his depiction um, of James Brown is sharp as hell. So yeah, so that might have been the first movie I saw him in. Let me think. Mm-hmm. That might have been it. Get on up, and I was like, "Oh, this dude is. I like this dude." Then he came. Then um, he came out with uh, Forty Two, and I'm like, "Oh, this dude is playing all the black heroes." But he does them <laughs> justice, though. He played. Then he really did play a black hero, man. Yeah. Uh, once again, Chadwick Boseman, man, rest in peace. And uh, we're going to get up out of here, man. Say goodbye to the people, yo. Peace. Peace.